All right. Okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. It's 2.20, and so we're going to get right into it. All right, uh, my name is Matt Pace. Um, I am really excited to be here. I'm, I'm, I love getting to teach. Uh, this is like one of my favorite things that I get to do. Uh, currently, I'm the campus director for Missouri State. Uh, let's go. All right, I like that. Yes, all right. Okay, thank you. Uh, this is my 20th year on staff, and so I'm one of the older guys on staff. And so uh, I went to uh, college at the University of Central Arkansas. We got some UCA in here. And so I was uh, on staff there for about 15 years. And so um, really excited to be here. Um, I want to go, I want to go ahead quickly. I'm going to jump right into this, but I want to introduce my family here. Uh, here's my incredible wife, Allie. We've been married now for uh, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. Oh, yeah, 10 year anniversary. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Okay, 2013. Okay. There's our firstborn, Penelope. She's six. We got Walker. He's four. And then we got Parker up there. He's a year and a half. I have an incredible family, okay? It's sad being away from them. Uh, they get more and more fun the older they get, right? When they're a little bitty, they're really not that fun. But then they start playing games. They run. They ask you questions. You get to talk with them. It's a great thing. Um, now, our question today, our, our topic today is why do bad things happen to good people? And I think there's probably three, there may be more types of people here in the room today. Some of you are here today because you look at this question, you've heard this question, and it's a hard question to answer because it's like, well, okay. And some of you are like, hey, I'd, I'd just like some answers. Like, how do I respond to that? How do I answer that? What do I do? Now, some of you are here. So, you know, Some of you are like, I just want some answers. Some of you are here because maybe you want answers because this would be a roadblock for you putting your faith in Christ. Because you look at God and you go, I just don't know how I can serve. How can I love of God who allows bad things to happen to good people? I just don't know how I can do it. I want to hear someone talk about that. I, I, I hope I can speak a little bit to that. And I think there's a third group of people's in, people in here. And here's the thing is, third group of people, you, you have pain, okay? Because there have been bad things that have happened to you or people very close to you, okay? You have pain and you want some answers. Now, to that third group, here's what I want to say. I don't think that I have anything, okay? I don't have any words that will help your pain, okay? And that's the thing is, um, I, I'm not someone who, like, I haven't been through a lot of personal pain. I, I, I don't have this personal testimony where I'm going to tell you, man, I had, I've had all these really great, difficult things that have happened for my life, and here's the things that I've learned in response to that. But as I was prepping this workshop, one of the things that I was trying to think through is, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at probably one of the worst things that would, could happen to me, okay? If one of my immediate family members, right here in this picture, if, if they were prematurely taken away from me, okay? And as I was thinking about that, and, 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 the, and you think about it, and like the, the, the pain, the depth, the hurt, and then I'm sitting here looking at my workshop and I'm looking at the points that I have on the paper and I'm going, would this help? And I go, no, okay? Because I hurt and, and, and it's painful and it's difficult, right? And so I, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want as my words and as we go through this workshop, I don't want my words to come across as callous 
to anybody here and you're going, dude, screw you. You know, I got pain and you're up there just talking about this stuff, okay? Because, and also here's the thing is me as a speaker, most of the time I'm fairly light and airy, but this is a heavy topic, right? Okay, especially if you're going through difficult things. And so some of you, if you're currently going through difficult things, here's what I would want to challenge or ask you. Come talk to me about it individually afterwards. I'd love to talk to you about it. There may be things that I say and you're going, man, what about this? And I go, let's talk more about this. Okay, there's more I can say about these things. And so I want to give those asterisks out there a little bit. And so tell you what, okay, now to lift the room a little bit, okay, we're going to have fun. We'll, We'll talk. Okay, with someone next to you, how about this? Why did you come to this breakout? And and what do you hope to gain out of it? You're going, this is why I came. This is what I'm hoping. Okay, all right. Well, for whatever reason you came, I hope that I can give you some answers. I hope you can help you. Uh, and and I, hope, I hope we uh, have, have an enjoyable time as we talk about truths from the scriptures. Now, I hope that we're going to have time at the end of this. And so if you've got any questions that maybe I don't answer, that we can hit them together and you can, we'll do some Q&A and stuff like this. So here's what I want to do first. I'm going to lay some ground rules, okay? Let, let's, let's lay the ground rules. Let's, let's define some terms. First of all, I want to say this, okay? Bad things exist, right? You know, and if, if they're like cards, okay, there's things like death, Okay. Uh, you have a hundred percent chance of dying. Every one of you who wants this one. Here you go. Okay. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. Okay. Okay. Disease will happen. Okay. Cancer happens. Disease, injury. It's a terrible thing. Bad things will happen. Okay. There we go. Injuries happen. Paralysis, loss of limbs, accidents, injuries happen, and it's hard to stop them. Okay. Bad things do exist. Bankruptcy, Okay, financial ruin, it happens. Sometimes it's your fault, sometimes it's not. Watch out. See who catches that one, watch out. You can be a victim, okay? Someone can commit a crime, you know, there's rape, there's assault. You know, we can be a victim, okay? There's bad things that happen. These things exist. There's divorce, okay? There's relational rejection. There's pain that goes with this, okay? Bad things happen, what? birth defects and you're like what the heck what is wrong with birth defects it's ridiculous especially when we're talking about god where the heck are you what is going on birth defects happen genes chromosomes all these things okay we've got addiction if you've had person if you've ever struggled with it if you've had a family member that struggled with it okay these things are okay career you can get fired it's terrible and then just in general natural disasters Those are hard to explain, tornadoes, earthquakes. How does that fit into God's plans? Here's the thing, okay, just in general, bad things exist, right? And as I was thinking about bad things, you're trying to think through, well, where do they come from? I'm I'm just, and these are just some of the things I thought about. Where do these bad things come from? They come from our own accidental decisions. We make a mistake, and as a result, bad things happen. Purposeful decisions, like we know this is a dumb a dumb decision but we're going to do it bad things happen as a result they come from other people's accidental decisions they come from other people's purposeful decisions they come from nature right then this is natural disasters the laws of nature if you jump from a really high building like it's not like suffering will not happen as a result of it right there's from nature there's from god's allowance now we could spend a lot of time on just what that means okay but 
Okay, some of these things come from God or God allowing them to happen. And then finally, we've got just where do bad things come from? And you could just say, in general, spiritual forces. Uh, you know, there's, a, there's stories in Job where it talks about this picture, this idea of God somewhat protecting Job, not protecting Job, spiritual forces bringing about suffering to Job. And you're just going, whoa, that is, that is a lot, okay? That doesn't mean that's always how it happens, but I have to put it up there because it does happen, okay? That is a source of where bad things come from. Bad things exist. And here's the thing, not only do they exist, but they happen to all people. Great people, lowly people, the wealthy, the poor, the young, the old. Bad things happen to all of us, okay? And, and, and for you here in this room, you've only lived a quarter of your life, right? Many of you would say, well, I haven't really had any, anything bad happen to me. You, you've, you've barely even lived life, right? You've got a lot more life to live, hopefully, God willing, right? And if something bad hasn't happened necessarily to you, it's, it, it's happened to someone close to you, right? Bad things exist, and they happen to all people. But also, I want to say this, good people exist, right? We're just laying the ground rule, rules here, okay? Good people exist. Now, I think sometimes um, we can go in two different ditches, and I'm talking about teachers of the Bible, okay? We can go in two different ditches when we talk about good people existing, okay? And, 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 and one, one ditch that we go into is we look at this question, when we're trying to answer this question, and we go, why do bad things happen to good people? And what we do sometimes is we go, we think about the good that often comes from the bad. And we're going to talk about that later. But we think about that, and, and we look at that, and we go, oh, the bad, okay, bad, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, I think the real question is, why do bad things that are actually good things happen to good people? Isn't that the question? You know? And we're trying to phrase it, we're trying to rephrase something that is bad as good and you know you hear people say this my divorce was the best thing that ever happened to me no it's not no okay divorce is a bad thing right good came from it yes okay and we try to downplay the bad things some people do that if you've never heard that some people do that and they say actually it's going to be good but bad things do exist let's keep going on this when we're answering this question, I think sometimes we look at this other word and we think about good things. And we try to rephrase this idea of good things or, or good people. Uh, here's my girl, that's Penelope. All right. uh, I was watching her uh, six-year-old uh, soccer game. She's killing it. Well, okay, no, she's not killing it. Like, she barely even goes on the field. She's too scared. It's, uh, she sits on the sideline with me. I'm like, oh, well, it is what it is. You know, all the families, okay, all the families know Penelope's the girl that doesn't really play. But that's okay, you know. But at practice, when it's time to run, she runs with everybody. And guess what? My girl, she's fast. And she loves it. She's the fastest girl out there, okay? And like, She's proud of it. She's like, did you see me, Dad? I was like, you were the fastest girl out there. And she is. Like, it's not like fake, you know, fake award, you're fast. I'm talking about she's the fastest girl out there, right? And, and like when we're out there and like, you know, the parents are like, wow, she's so fast, she's so fast. Now, what would happen if someone walked on the field and go, fast? 
She's not fast. You ever heard of Usain Bolt? Okay. She's not fast. Usain Bolt is fast. Your girl is slow. Boo! You're slow, little girl. I could beat you. I mean, you're like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what's going on here? This isn't helpful. Like, why are you doing that, right? Okay, yes, I get it. I get it. Here, this is true. Usain Bolt is fast and comparatively, I mean, my, Penelope, Penelope is incredibly slow, okay? I get it. I get it. This is true. I get it. This is true. And I think sometimes us teachers of the Bible, when we talk about this idea of good people, okay, we, we look at this question, why do bad things happen to good people? And what we do is we go, good people? Who are you talking about? Because there's only one good person, and it's God. And everybody else is bad. You want to know why good things happen to bad or good people? Bad things happen to good people? It's because you're not good, and you stink. You know, and like, if you're going through pain, you're sitting here going, you're talking about my mom. That's supposed to help me? Okay, and, 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 and it's like, you know, and I get it. I get the illustration. You get the illustration here. But, but teachers of the Bible, why do we kind of mess up here sometimes, and we just try to go, it's, why, does, why do bad things happen to good people? It's because you're really bad. That's why. Why do we do that? It's because we're trying really hard to protect a truth, and that truth is what we really want to do. And, and this is, you know, uh, we're going to skip some of these things because Jesus says, yeah, no one's good but God alone. Uh, in Scripture, no is righteous, no, no, not one. Okay, this is a biblical truth. It's as truth as you, Usain Bolt is fast and Penelope is slow, right? It's as true as that. We try to protect this because remember, the main this is the main message of the Bible, okay? We're trying to say this. No one can be good enough to get to God. And we want to protect that truth. And, 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 and this is the essence of the gospel. And this is just a side tangent. This isn't really helping us with our question. But I just, I'm a teacher of the Bible. And you know, you got to give me something. Okay. We've got to understand that no one is good but God alone. Right? This is the, this is the message of the gospel. And you heard, um, I think it was T.A. He talked about it, right? He said this. The greatest born of woman is John the Baptist. Okay. But he is, he is less than the least of the kingdom of heaven. You see that? That's what he's talking about right there, right? God is talking about this. Yes, we get it. But also remember, Jesus said there's someone who's the greatest, okay, born of woman, you know, on earth, right, of the sixth graders or the six-year-olds. Okay. And what we do is we say, why do bad things happen to good people that are actually bad people, right? And that's what we do. So, we're laying ground rules, right? I, I'm, I'm here to say, you listen, good people exist. There are some people that are good people. There are some people that are bad people, right? Some are good, some are bad, and it is what it is. And you're like, and that's the, that's the hard part about this question. Why do bad things happen to good people, right? And also, there's a good God that exists. There is a good God who's up there. And this guy has all the power in the world. And, and, and the wonder is this. You've got all of these bad things, okay? You guys over here, you represent my bad people, right? You're my bad people. You over here, you're my good people. And you're sitting here going, yeah, congratulations, way to go. You did it, you did it, okay? 
And the question is, if I'm God, and here are the actions of life, and you're wondering, God, oh boy, you know what? Bad people deserve it, don't they? Get over here, bad people. You deserve that. But God doesn't do that. Why does he do this? Okay, and sometimes it feels like he does it a lot. I know, sorry about that. I should probably, I should probably be careful about that. And you wonder, why does God do that? Why doesn't God stop? Or why doesn't he go, not that one. Uh, I got you, right? Like, why doesn't he do that? Okay, or how about this, even worse? These are the good cards. Okay, God, I know what you should do with these. He's like, And he starts dealing to these bad people over here. And you're like, you guys are, God's just like floating. Hey, here's some more money. Here, yeah, here's power. Here's, oh, wow, that was way up. I'm really sorry. I won't do those anymore. I won't do those anymore. Okay. <laughs> that one was way farther. <laughs> you know, you start watching Dude Perfect and you just think you can do it, right? <laughs> so, but that's the, that's the thing is, okay? Good things happen to bad people. And bad things happen to good people. And it's like, and there's a good God up here who has the power to stop it, to direct it, but he doesn't. So here's you a question, and uh, you can talk with someone next to you. Oh, I'm sorry, before we go into that, for all time, people have struggled with this. The good get the bad, and the bad get the good. Job 21, 7 through 13, why do the wicked live on? Why do these bad people, they grow old, they increase in power, they get to see their kids established, their offspring before their eyes, their homes are safe, they're free from fear, the rod of God is not on them, it's on them. They spend their days in prosperity, in peace, and then they go down to the grave. Doesn't make sense, God. How about in Jeremiah? You're always righteous, God, when I bring my case before you. It's just one thing, okay? Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Okay, why do the faithless people, why do they live at ease? What is going on, God? How about this last one? There's something else meaningless that occurs on earth. The righteous, they get what the wicked deserve, and the wicked, they get what the righteous deserve. This, too, is meaningless. It's frustrating. Angers me, right? Here's your discussion question. Okay, what is it that bothers you more? Good people get bad things or bad people get good things? What bothers you more? What angers you more? Discuss that with someone next to you. All right. Uh, why don't we... Uh, Let's see where we're at here. Uh, take a poll. How about that? How many of us would say, I'm more angry when bad things happen to good people? Where are we at? Bad things happen to good people? Okay. How many of us are angry at the idea that good things happen to bad people? Maybe a little bit more uh, bad things happen to good people, but also we're also here, so that works, right? Both of them are angering, Okay. It does not feel that there's any justice. Now, we've set terms. So why do bad things happen to good people? Here's my answer. It's funny. You know how I like to have that first phrase, uh, to glorify God? You can just scratch that one out. It, 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 
That's, this, is, this is what I meant to say and said. I just printed too early. Right? So I would say this. Why do bad things happen to good people? Here, here's the one thing I'm going to say. Okay? What we're going to do is we're gonna, I'm going to give you one answer. And then I'm going to give you four truths after that that really help us in the midst of suffering and amidst the bad things happening that help us move forward in life, okay? Why do bad things happen to good people? It's because free will exists. And the people, the humans, you guys, me guys, okay? And as long as we exist, bad things are going to happen, okay? Here's the problem. It's free will and it's us. And until we're done, okay, people are still born, and we're not done yet, okay? But as long as we're here, it will happen. You think about it. Think about creation, the sun. Think about how beautiful and incredible the sun is. Every day, the sun shines and gives warmth to the earth. He just stands there in majesty. And does exactly what God created him to do. He does not falter. There's not a day that that guy does not shine. He just says, boom, take it. All right? I do it. And God is glorified by that. And God goes, that's my son. I created that son. Look at it go. Woo! Love the son. All right? You think about plant life. You think about a tree. A tree, you plant the tree. And he grows... And out goes the branches and the leaves. And he just does his thing. The tree is not sitting here going, I don't know. I don't know if I like where I'm planted. I might just go. No, no. For the rest of its life, it just does its thing exactly how God created it to do. And God's like, yes, you glorify me, tree. Right? You think about animal kingdom. All of animal kingdom, right? You're a little bit closer. They're a little bit more complex. Okay? But they do exactly as God wants them to do. Right? And, and as much as we love our dog, oh boy, right? Don't say anything about my dog, okay? Or our cat, okay? Your cat is not sitting there making decisions between what's right and what's wrong. Your cat and your dog just lives. There's instincts, Okay? How it was raised, it responds, it reacts to stimuli. But it's not sitting there going, what is right and what is wrong? Okay? They don't have that, uh, that ability. They do as they were supposed to do, and they glorify God, and God is proud, and God is happy. Okay? They glorify God. But us, we're very different. We are unique in all of God's creation, right? When God created us, God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. We are unique. We're made in the image of God. We are not like animals, plant life, planets and matter. Unique. In the image of God. We had a decision going all the way back to Adam. And there was the decision to eat, because we have free will. We have the ability to choose and decide. 
And one of the things we, did, we made a decision on was to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We, and, and let's be honest, if any of us would have been there instead of Adam, we would have done the same thing. You know, I know he said not to, but, and I know I could do eat anything else, but there's this one tree and it looks kind of cool. You know, we would do the same thing. And we have the knowledge of good and evil. We get to make choices about what is good and about what is evil, right? Yeah, let me think I have a verse on that. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some, ate it, and she also gave it to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. And this is when sin entered humanity. Sin entered death entered there was no death before this decay entered okay all of creation romans uh chapter 8 it talks about this plague against its will meaning all of creation plants animals everything against its will all creation was subjected to god's curse sin entered the world and everything was cursed but with eager hope it says even the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Even the creation is sitting here going, how much longer do we have to deal with bad and evil and suffering? Okay, There will be a day. We're going to talk about that day. But even creation, it doesn't just affect us, but it affects everything around us. Sin was a big deal when it entered humanity. We are beings made in the image of God with free will, with the ability to choose good and evil, and it has ramifications. But the question is, but still, right? But why doesn't God just stop it? Like, if it's happening, why doesn't God just stop, right? Well, Genesis 6. We know what happens in Genesis 6. Well, or how about this? The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Every inclination or every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it says the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him to his heart. God shares the same frustration, pain, regret as he looks down on suffering and he says, and you're going, how is this true of God? I don't know, okay? But he looks down and he's like, I regret it, right? How can an omniscient God regret, regret something? I don't know, but I regret it. And here's what it says. So, pause if you don't know, okay? Or if you get another idea, what would you do? If you're God at that moment in time and you're looking down and you're going, God, these people, they keep choosing evil and it just keeps growing. What am I supposed to do? Okay, what would you do? Now, you're not going, well, I know what God does. Okay, well, pretend like you don't. What would you do? Because, you know, we, are, we got good ideas. What would you do if you were God? What, what's your solution, okay? If you were God at this moment right here, you're ticked off, you're frustrated, you kind of regret it, how would you stop the bad things happening on the earth as a result of humans' free will? Go ahead, figure that one out. Maybe you have some good answers. Right, and maybe you've thought it through before. Could you? It's possible you already had some thoughts, right? You're like, this is how I would do it. I got it. 
Well, we can at least see in history what God did. He looks down and he's like, dude, these people, golly. Sin has just entered everywhere. There's so much suffering. There's violence. I hate it. So what's God do? He saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of, a, of his heart was only evil. Oh, wait, that's the same one. Sorry. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens. I'm sorry I've made them. And he floods the whole earth. Okay? He just destroys everybody. Okay? What does God do? He kills everybody. All right, you guys, I'm done. <laughs> Dead. Okay? And he starts over. And he just goes, Noah, we're starting, this, we're starting this game over again. Okay? And you're going, well, that's a bad idea. Maybe it was. I, I don't know. I don't know how you stop it, right? But history's recorded for us, okay? God wiped them out. They're done. We're going to start over again. Boop. Here's the good news. God made the promise, okay, listen, here's the thing. I'll never do that again. I'll never curse the ground again because of man. And he says this because the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. And never again will I strike down every living creature as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time, harvest, cold, heat, summer and winter, day and night. Okay, it shall not cease. Okay, the earth will not, I'll never do this again. Okay, and this is the story of the rainbow when he goes and God puts his rainbow which is a bow that's kind of pointed up heaven, bow and arrow, boom. Because God says, I've hung my bow up in the sky. I will not bring that violence upon the earth again. Right? So God's already done it once. He's like, solution, kill everybody. Okay? Thankfully, he's like, I'm not going to do that again. But we still live, right? And it's still kind of multiplying. Evil, suffering, violence. I thought about it and I was like man so what would I do right what, what would I do what, what's my solution right because I mean what if I mean what if what if what if God just did this and he goes okay you're the good people you're the bad people okay here we go we got a bad thing I'm not gonna throw them anymore right danger okay bad people you get the bad thing oh bad thing bad th yep there we go oh good you guys good 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 bad. oh you right is that the solution? Because it would kind of take away free will, wouldn't it? Because what if someone wanted to make a very bad decision that affected a good person? God would say, oh, no, 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 no. If you want to do that bad thing, you do it to a bad person. Doesn't really make sense, does it? Right? Like, or maybe a bad person gets the winning lottery numbers and you're going, nope, that's not going to happen, right? What would he do? Change the numbers of the lottery and go, no, 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 you win the lottery, right? It kind of doesn't make sense. It, it throws out the idea of free will. And, and even if it didn't, it would be a good system if God's desire was to make, if God's desire, if, if God only gave good things to good people and bad things to bad people, I think it would make the world a more moral place, would it not? It would be, I think it would be a very moral place. If you were like, hey, if I just tell the truth, I'm nice to people, I'll get lots of money, I'll never have pain, full head of hair the rest of my life, I mean, this is good, right? I'll never get sick, all I have to do is be a good person, this is great, right? But it would put a weird relationship between you and God. Because now it's not really a relationship, because now you owe me, God. 
I did good things. Pay up. Come on. God's like, yeah, but me and you, you want to hang out? I don't want to hang out. Okay? I want you to pay me. I've done good. Give me good things. And you're like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay, okay. Right? But I think now, like, I, th- I think now we're going back to this, I, I, and I think this whole idea, yeah, free will exists. Where am I at? Uh, good people and bad things. Yeah. Uh, we'll skip that. Okay. I think the question, though, is where we get down to is what is God's purpose for humanity? Okay, what is the chief end of man? To glorify God, to enjoy him forever. Okay, God could have programmed us to be people that always chose good and not evil. Okay, we would be like trees, we would be like the sun, we would be robots with no free will. But he did not do that. His goal in life is not just to create beings that are good. God chose us to choose good, right? With complete free will. Here's the thing for me in my life. You think about it. I glorify God when God deals me a red card. When there's bad things that happen in my life, and I still choose him. Man, God, that's tough. Okay? But I choose you. That glorifies him. Okay? I glorify God when I choose him. Not because. Why do you choose God? Oh, he just keeps giving me blue cards. That's why. Oh, this is so good. Right? I glor- it doesn't really, like, that doesn't really mean much, does it? Okay? I, don't, I don't love God because he deals me blue cards. I enjoy God for who he is. Right? I choose God because I want a relationship with him. And it's not for what he can do for me. Okay? So in the, in the, uh, I've got one answer. Like I said, I've got one answer for this. And, 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 and as I've thought through it, I just, why do bad things happen to good people? It's because there's free will. And until we're gone, until we're done, it will continue. And there's just no way around that. Here are four truths that I think can help you move forward through in life. In a life that, that will have pain and that will have suffering. And we have ten minutes, so we're going to go faster. Okay? Alright. Okay. Um, how's this answer for you? Uh, you can talk about it with yourself. So here's the first thing is God can use evil to create good for his people. God can do this. I hope this helps you. Now the verse does not say this, okay? And we know that for, that for those who, who love God, all things work together for good, okay? We know this. The verse does not say, we know that for those who love God, all things will be good. It's not that all things will be good for those who love God. It's that they will work together for good. Right? Bad things will happen in your life. There is no shield from that. But as a believer in Christ, we use God as our north star. 
And when, when bad things happen, we go, God, where do I go? What do I do? And we follow the North Star and we follow God and we listen to him. We love him the best that we can when we trudge through these things. And good things occur, right? Because we're following God in the midst of these difficult things. And God begins to work things together for good. That is a promise. That's not a promise for everybody. It is not true of those who do not follow God. Okay? Bad things do not turn out for good for everybody. Okay? This is a promise if you follow the North Star. If you follow Christ, He will make things good. James 1.24, it says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know... The testing of your faith develops perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I don't think the trial is the bad thing. Okay, it's not necessarily the trial. It's not that consider it pure joy when that bad thing happens to you. Woo! Okay? I think the trial is how are you going to respond to it? Okay? What is your response to that? Okay, you have the image of God in you. Okay, you are a new creation. Bad things happen in this earth, and it is not easy. The trial is how do you, an image bearer of God, how do you respond to that? How do you respond following the North Star? Because what God says is, consider that part pure joy because it, it, it matures you, it strengthens you. You have the ability to minister to many more people because of that, right? You're being mature. You're being completed. And I would say this, just, just as an asterisk, we should have a time of mourning that correlates to the degree of tragedy. I'm not saying as soon as something bad happens, consider it pure joy. I, I think a time of mourning is very appropriate. We need time to mourn. Okay? Even Job, his friends, he sat with them for, I think, three days, for days. Right? You need days, you need weeks, and sometimes months to properly mourn. Why is it that bad things happen to good people? Okay? Because free will exists. Bad things won't stop happening until the, until the beings given free will are done. But God can use evil to create good for his people, and I hope that gives you some hope. Here's a second thought is that God will judge evil one day. There's going to be things that happen that will happen in life and you will demand justice. But justice will not be given on earth. Okay, A drunk driver swerves across the median, kills a family member of yours and himself. There's no justice. Who are you even mad at? Right? What do you do about that? You're just mad, okay? They made a bad decision, and you and your family are paying the price for it. Do you know there's going to be a day when all the books will be opened? And did you know that all of your actions on earth are written in books, stored up in heaven? It's like, dang, what? Right? Like, that's, oh, that, that's something, okay? But one day all the books will be opened, 
And we'll be judged according to what's written in the books, right? This is at the very end, right? Revelation chapter 7. There's a great white throne that it comes down. And him who see, and him who is seated on it. And from his presence, earth, sky, fled away, and no place was found for them. I mean, that's going to be something. I mean, just whoosh, okay? Great white throne. And it says everybody is right there in front of the throne, okay? All of us, okay? And then what does it say? And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Yikes, right? Boom, right? There was another book, the book of life. We can talk a lot about that, but we're not. And it says the dead were judged according to what they had been done as recorded in the books. Okay? Okay. All right? What I'm saying is this is a time of great justice. Okay? Anything that you feel is an injustice that has not been reconciled, this is your time. Okay? And God says there will be a time that all justice is brought forth. Nothing is hidden in, the, hidden in the dark, okay? No bad thing that has ever happened will slide under the rug. It will all be brought out. And I don't say that to cause fear in you. That's not the goal. I'm, I'm talking in the idea of injustice. I want justice for everything. God says, here's our day, okay? The books will be opened. I, I, I picture it as a great reconciliation, okay? Drunk driver, hey, you. You killed this person's brother. Let's talk about it. I'm really sorry. Let me explain what happened. Here's what happened. I have nothing to say. I'm sorry. Right? Great. A, a great reconciliation of all things. Okay? And the judge hands down judgment. Right? I don't know what it all will be like. I just know there's going to be a great judgment. After the judgment. Here's the thing. Look at this. After the judgment, death... Hades, they're thrown into the lake of fire, and the lake of fire is the second death. There's not just death, there is also second death, okay? At that point, evil will be done, completely, finished, gone. All causes of pain, gone. Death, gone. Decay, gone. Every spiritual force that did not choose God, gone. Every person that does not choose God, that chooses evil instead of righteousness, gone. The only things that are left after this point right here are the peoples whose names are written in the book of life, written there because they chose Jesus. And from that point forward in history, where do we go? A new heaven, a new earth, because the, new heaven, because the first heaven, the first earth, they passed away. And it says this, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death shall be no more, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, because the former things have all passed away. There will be a time when all evil is judged, and it will be gone, okay? It's in the future, though. There is a time. Don't you feel it, though? Don't you wonder, but why, why not now? Why won't it happen now? Well, people have been wanting this for hundreds of years. Aren't you thankful this hasn't happened yet? Because you wouldn't be here, right? If the end of times had already happened, we wouldn't even be here. 
In 2 Peter, he talks about this, okay? The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise of judging evil. As some count slowness, he's patient towards you. He does not wish that anybody should perish. He wants all to reach repentance. Why has this not happened yet? Why has evil not been judged? Because of you and me, okay? Because God is giving us more time. Because there's people that God says, I still want them in my kingdom. They're just not born yet. I still want them to choose me. They have not chose me yet. I give them more time. And I will put up with the evil. And I will put up with the suffering a little longer. Right? God wants you. He wants us. He will judge evil, just not yet. Why do bad things happen? Okay, because, again, free will exists. Bad things won't stop happening until the beings given free will are done. And God will judge evil one day, and I hope that gives you some hope. Um, maybe faster on our third and fourth point, because we have a minute now. Okay. <laughs> um, third point is this. Suffering, suffering that we experience now, the Bible says, but this is one that I read and I go, if I was going through great suffering, this would be a hard one. But the Bible says that our suffering now will pale in comparison. I consider the sufferings of this present time, they're not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. There is something on the other side of this earth, of this time in life. It's so good, it's so amazing that whatever suffering is now, it's not even worth comparing to. What is it? I don't know, man. It's over there. Never been there, okay? I've never been on that side. But the Bible says there's something greater over there, and it's worthy to be meditated on, right? We'll, we'll keep going. Um, um, yes, you get that. Okay, the last point is this, is just that God's with us. The last point would be this. I, I remember... Um, one of the first times I read through the Bible, you know, just reading through the Bible. And also, like, um, Brian Loritz said, if you're not reading through the Bible, read through the Bible this year, 2024. It would be a great thing to do. I remember one of the first times I read through it, and I'm reading through, I'm like, I don't know if I'm at Abraham, Isaac, I don't know where I'm at. But I notice, he keeps saying, I will be with you. And I, and I scroll back, and I'm like, oh, it's like all the great characters of the Bible. When he asks them to do great things, and he says, and I will be with you. I will be with you. It's a consistent theme all throughout the scriptures. I will be with you. God's presence, even in Matthew 28, God gives his disciples a great thing. Go make disciples of all nations, and guess what? I will be with you wherever you go. I am with you. As we go through suffering in life, God promises, I'll be with you. I'll mourn with you. I don't like it. I'll be sad with you. You can talk with me. You can mourn with me. I'll be with you. I hope that gives you hope. Let me conclude for the sake of time here, okay? Um, conclusion. That's a good book, and that is a good article you can kind of download. If you want to scan that QR code, you can, uh, that's a good download. Conclusion. Bad things do exist, and they happen to all people. And good people exist, and a good God exists that could stop it, but he doesn't. I, I think one thing to think about and to remember, these bad things that happen, 
they can overshadow everything. But I also want to remind you, God is a good God. He gave us a great earth to live in. Look at this. Earth is awesome. Okay, there's a lot of bad things, but every day we wake up, we breathe. The sun is really cool. It feels good, right? The breeze is awesome. Life is good. There's food. There's family. Okay, we get to have kids. It's awesome. I love my kids. They're so cool every day, okay? So many good things of life. Friendships. We get to hang out. Whoever was speed walking around the embassy last night, I thought about stopping it, but I mean, like, dude, you guys were having fun. I'm like, let it roll. Good luck, embassy. You know, life is good. And there's so many good things. And I think we forget that sometimes because the bad things can be overshadowing. Um, I hope this helps. I'm glad you came. And I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of SMC. Thanks for coming.